You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast, our weekly look at the Seattle, Sa- hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle Sounders FC. Fat guys smashing stuff, super uninteresting dad life commentary, plus maybe even some MLS soccer. I don't know. We're your hosts from Mornings on 1077 The End. I'm Gregor. He's been in the locker room on the pitch and doing the stats in the stat booth. What's now called Lumen Field. He's a sexy skanking brand. Dude, I haven't even done any of that in a very long time. Like, but I feel like you've done enough of it for most of our lifetime. Sure, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I've probably I've been doing this podcast with you for longer than I was doing any of that stuff for the Sounders, <laughs> or for working for the station, for that matter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts. We'll be sure to check it every few months to see if you actually do. Give us a rating, definitely five stars. But primarily, if you could leave us a comment, that helps generate a little bit more interest. We just want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. Yeah, from an orca to a humpback whale. Oh, are we going to talk about whale wieners again? Because if you want that, you can listen to the Nerd Talk Plus podcast on the Gregor's Nerd Talk channel. It is. I feel like the wizard. A lot of whale. (laughs) I feel like the wizard bird has like combined these realms in in my mind, and so like I never know what whale, whale penis I've talked about. At this point, when, when all else fails, just blame the wizard bird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking uh, of, shout outs to Aaron Merritt, uh, math the math man. Aaron Merritt, the hold, math hold man. Hold on, hold on. This week it's the angry new who's Sounders FC taking on the no more Ozzy Alonzo's Minnesota United FCSC. What about what about Aaron Merritt? <laughs> uh, Aaron Merritt, the math man. Aaron Merritt, the math, math man. man. <laughs> uh, he. Um, he went to a bar. I'm not going to go find the tweet at this point. Uh, but he went to a bar and tweeted us a photo of the menu where there's a drink called the Magic Bird. <laughs> I feel like it's just a bird like this, like a middle <laughs> finger bird with like a sparkly nail on it. So. <laughs> it's the, it's the, you got to play the uh, the Crystal Pepsi ball noise as I flip you off. That's the. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Brandon. I'm gonna, it's obviously going to be the Wizard Bird. Noise. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. <laughs> it's the Magic Bird. <laughs> There we go. See, speaking of which, I haven't heard any wizard birds this uh, this year. I think I need to go do a little bit of outdoor wandering yeah. so I can hear some what, what's cooking with them. We haven't gotten to them on the show. Yeah, I guess it really hasn't been bird season. To no. be fair, I mean about. it's like just now spring, right? Do us a favor, hop on to full90podcast.com and uh, check us out there. You can find all our links and all the other stuff. It is interesting that you mentioned the no more Ozzy Alonzo's Minnesota United FCSC because. Uh, what's his name? Gonzalo Pineda leaves Seattle Sounders FC to go work for the Atlantas. And what does he do? He brings on his old pal, Ozzy Alonso. And I, even though I have mixed feelings on Atlanta United, it was pretty cool to see the two of them 
matching back up. Yes, of course, because of Deb. Uh. <laughs> I, 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 it is cool. It's like I think this thing happens in MLS that um, I, 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 we pay obviously so much attention to the Sounders. Uh, we pay the normal amount of attention to the Sounders probably. Well, we do a show about them. Anyway, we talk yeah. about the Sounders quite a bit. We try to follow what's going on. I most of the time have no idea what's happening in the rest of the league until the Sounders play a team. And then they're like, oh, and, you know, uh, whoever, like Omar Gonzalez now plays for Houston Dynamo. or And I'm like, what? Like, Since when? I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, it very no, well it. could be. That's my point. Is that uh, like I mean, Ozzy Alonso when he signed with Atlanta United, I was like, okay, no, like there, there's a transaction that I'm aware of because Pineda, Alonso, when they used to play midfield with each other, now one's coaching the other. Uh, I love to see Ozzy Alonso do well because he's still killing it. Um, I watched, I watched a few highlights of his from a from a recent game. He had like a weird uh, heart condition, and uh, but he played and and he, I was like, dang, Ozzy, Ozzy still got it. Like that guy oh, can yeah. that guy can still play, and I'm like, why why did we ever get? Ri-? And then I'm like, okay, you know what? Christian Roldan does what Ozzy did, but he's you know lit, like 40 years younger, and <laughs> Jao Paulo but, uh, is able to step into another role as well. So like the Sounders are filled. Jao Paulo looks 30 years older <laughs> <laughs> than than Ozzy Alonso. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it but it, it's just cool to see uh, that Ozzy's still kicking and doing still kicking, still doing pretty well. And um, but but again, like you could be like, and now. Vladimir Putin is New York City FC's starting goalkeeper. I'd be like, yeah, probably. I like, I don't know. You could tell me that, and I'd believe you. <laughs> Vladimir Putin and, <laughs> and goal. That guy doesn't have long enough arms. <laughs> if it's an arms, if it's that arms race, he's losing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was very good. That was a good joke. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's weird. I used to try to watch the MLS review show yeah. every week, and uh, that show was awesome in the style of the old uh, EPL review, right? where you could watch all the week's matchups, but then there started to be three games in a week and nine tournaments going on concurrently, and I just couldn't keep up with any of it. But that show was really good to be able to know what was happening with other teams and their big stars, at least. You start to learn more about yeah. the rest of the league. But, by God, it's exhausting. You're like, oh, wow, Raul Ru- Not this year, but it's like, Raul Ruiz Diaz has scored 17 goals. And you're like, he must be the leading goal scorer then because I've watched absolutely 0% of the rest of the matches. <laughs> no, but um, I, I like that. Is it is it like a 22 thing, like a 2022 thing that there's so much soccer right now? Like... Uh, I, there, you know, obviously it's a World Cup year. There's World Cup qualifiers, the Euro. I mean, I think that that COVID obviously threw yeah. everything off with the well, the other thing delayed is that tournaments and all that. We got to make up for all the 6,500 laborers that were killed in the process of building the stadiums for the World Cup that's happening not during the summer, but instead in the winter, so that way people don't drop dead on the field. I'm doing my part, man. I had a kid last year. I'm I'm trying to repopulate this this earth. No, you need to you need to kill a migrant worker if oh, you want to keep up I with see. FIFA. To g- g- get that balance, I got to get that you've, balance. You've got no future hosting any kind of international soccer tournament, Brandon. <laughs> what are you doing? No, I mean that was my that's what I aspire to. It's uh, <laughs> it, I'm it, learning. Yeah, I, this 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 year is just so strange. I think like the they talk about it in the Premier League. There's so much uh, fixture congestion already, and then they they had all of these teams because of COVID like had to cancel matches because they they had outbreaks on is. their team. Um, yeah. But in it just seems like I mean, like we're talking about the Open Cup. The first round of the Open Cup kicked off a couple of weeks ago, and or last week even. And and as I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, more soccer! Like the Sounders are playing in the Champions League. They're the sorry, the Cup of Concacaf Cup. They're going to be Thank playing you. in the Open Cup. They played last year in that 
Nation League or whatever that one was called, where it's four <laughs> teams. Was dumb. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like it, it's dumb unless they had won the trophy. Then it would have been awesome. No, still dumb. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Hey, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could do a question of the week on this show of the week. Of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, we, maybe we could do that huh? from the other show again. Gregor's Nerd Talk Plus on the search for Nerd Talk Plus on the podcast provider of your choice. Um, no, but the uh, if you could bring any classic Sounders player back about five days before their prime is over. Okay. okay. Like, we felt like now, Ozzy Alonso has proven that his prime was not over when we expelled him, but, like, if you could bring back long hair Freddie Montero or you could bring back any of these players, who do you think you would choose to come back to the squad and they would not have aged? They would, like, still stay good. Yeah. Like, who, who do you make – you know, like, when you're a kid and you're playing – touch football in the in the grass or whatever and you'd have like all-time quarterback or something like that someone that isn't gonna get like it gets to, yeah. you have to throw the ball the furthest and gets to not have the wear and tear yeah uh who, who, who's that who was the guy that uh double donkey kicks the guy in the nuts uh from s2 sergio mota that guy send me that gif i will definitely <laughs> insert it right there on if we do any video <laughs> with this okay yeah no i think um i mean clint dempsey in his prime like the yeah. sounders didn't have him in his prime like his prime was scoring that ridiculous goal for fulham against uh juventus uh ages ago right uh in the in the that was in the europa league i believe so like prime clint dempsey probably the best player that's ever played for the sounders i will uh i was mm, thinking about mm, this the other day mm, mm. sorry you're right zach scott sorry <laughs> zach zot um <laughs> I'll get you, Superman. The uh, uh, honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. What we watched the Sounders. You and I went to a match together, um, and we watched the Sounders play. The uh, hand holding didn't seem necessary, but no, it no, made it special. I think it was fine until you interlocked fingers, and then it was more than fine. Um, well, I sweat. I can't help it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the 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 thing that I miss the most about the Sounders, and and while we have it a little bit in Jordan Morris, is the pace. Uh, Obafemi Martins, dude, having somebody that can mm. actually run and and like instead of seeing uh, My Chemical Romance cover band Raul Ruiz Diaz sitting in the stands, uh, <laughs> not running at all, let alone running slowly, I miss the pace of Obafemi, Obafemi Martins or even Eddie Johnson, dude. I watched the uh, U.S. Men's National Team game. Pass. Um, no. Something he was not good at, by the way. <laughs> Passing. <laughs> I watched the the U.S. national team game the other day where they they smoked. Uh, uh, who 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 were they play? Panama five nothing, right? Yeah. And yeah. Um, they sh- they showed the most score the most. Uh, oh yeah, five one. Thank you. They 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 showed the 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 top goal scorers for the U.S. in in history. It's like Eddie Johnson is on that list. I was like, I can't. I forgot that Eddie Johnson was as prolific as he was for the U S national team before he even played for the Sounders. So, um, another player that I think like, I always forget that he was a sounder and that he was at, as good of a player as he was. Um, I think there was a little bit of uh, waste, not wasted potential because he played great. I think he never quite lived up to his prime when he was in a Seattle shirt. What's what's, what do you think? Like, what's your, who's your prime player that you'd bring Eric Freeberg, maybe Tyrone Mears for sure. I mean, it's like, Oh, oh dude. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, I'd love DeAndre Yedlin back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think we lost him like right before his prime. I'm not saying prime with the Sounders. I just mean in general. Like, I get no, I know, but that's sure. what, no, but that's what I'm saying is like I would have loved to see DeAndre. Yedlin. Like, I I watched him play for Inter Miami, or I just watched some highlights from him playing for Inter Miami. And I was like, I forgot he again forgot he's in the league at all uh, and playing with Miami. It's 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 mm-hmm. crazy, but he doesn't look like the DeAndre Yedlin of old. 
So I made the mistake of watching, like, I don't know, some, like, DVR MLS match, it sounders, and um, and then switching over and watching the MLS, excuse me, the, <laughs> that was a bad slip, <laughs> watching the U.S. men's national team. And it's crazy the step up. A guy that we count on every day, like Christian Roldan, to be consistent and be hard-charging and have an awesome work rate in this international break he's gotten zero minutes <laughs> and it's like wow he's not even good enough to make bear alters start uh, bench like he's maybe is on the bench but he's not able to get off of it yeah. and so and then you see deandre yedlin my god that guy's on the sideline he takes a throw in and he like can throw it faster than half of the sounders can kick it yeah and it's like laser beams the guy is obviously excellent and has just reached a level that is something that we wish we could see working with other talent like that. If you had like a Deuce and Yedlin combo right now, like oh. the first year Deuce First of all, the swag. Yedlin changed numbers. Oh boy. Oh man. If there, What's the Sounders all-time swag 11? Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's like Clint Dempsey, DeAndre Yedlin, Tyrone Mears, Eddie Johnson's up there, Obafemi Martin's in there, Raul Reed, I mean, it's mostly strikers. It's What's the all-time Sounders neck tattoo 11? It's DeAndre Yedlin, <laughs> <laughs> Raul... <laughs> Raul Ruiz Diaz. You start yelling over Raul Ruiz Diaz. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that guy's got so many neck tattoos. Uh, so dope. Yeah, the Sounder Swag 11 would be the coolest uh, and worst team. It'd be like a walking Ed Hardy t shirt. Can you please put this together? Like, yeah, please? absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. It's a, it's important to keep our wives mad at us by doing yeah. useless things like this. Right. So. She's like, you could be working. It's like, oh, sorry, I got the Swag 11. I gotta get on. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I want to put on like the Sounders dad 11, like the, like the Sounders 11 players who are like the least swaggy, like who has player the, coach, Chad Marshall. Yeah. It's like Chad Marshall, <laughs> Jordan Morris, Zhao Paulo in his jean shorts. <laughs> Zach Scott, obviously. Zach, but that guy's from Hawaii. That guy surfs. That guy's got steez. Hey, remember Leo Gonzalez? He'd be badass to bring back. Yeah, yeah, he'd be on the Dad Eleven though. I'm pretty sure. Flacco, Flacco, um, definite but, Dad Eleven. Oh, for sure. Uh, Sergio Mota is the double donkey kick boy. Uh, Swag Eleven, thousand percent. He can't be a, da- a Dad Eleven. He's out there destroying people's nads. Like. Yeah, he's the anti Dad Eleven. Vic Mansare, uh, the kid is that, that how I- they do. <laughs> the kids that, that was at a do, bar uh, once. in other parts of the country. Or of the <laughs> yeah, in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> just motas. Just, yeah. He's mota boating your nuts. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, Vic Mansare was a player that was came through the Sounders Academy. I was definitely at yeah. a bar once, and I saw Obafemi Martins and a 17-year-old Vic Mansare in there. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. It might have been him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So wait, talking about, let's talk about the about sounders that are off playing in other places to, sure. to, to frame this. We're, we're on an international break right now. The sounders return to play uh, this weekend on Saturday. They'll be in Minnesota, but with a week off, which is much needed after that run of games that did not go great. Uh, we have uh, four players that are off on international duty. We've had more in the past, I think, but that's also, I think this is one of the squads that has the most talent pulled off of it right now, including uh, Ariaga, Nuhu, Christian Roldan, and Jordan Morris all away. And uh, the U.S. men's national team is the most interesting story to me because it affects us you know, more closely. But you started with Roldan there, not seeing any minutes. Well, it's interesting because like Jordan Morris has seen minutes in both uh, U.S. men's yeah. national team matches so far. They still have the third one to play against Costa Rica. Uh, if tonight, they by the, tonight, recording. if they draw or win or or don't lose by five or more or something like that, uh, they're going to qual- qualify for the World Cup. Jordan Morris has seen minutes in both of the matches so far, and he is uh, based on club form. He is seeing more minutes than I would have anticipated Christian Roldan to see based on how he's been playing. The dude's got in all of the matches across CONCACAF, Cup of CONCACAF Cup, MLS, uh, he's got six assists and I think one goal for the season already. And in one of those matches, the match I think against LA Galaxy, he got two the the two assists and he earned the penalty that led to the penalty goal. So the, the, he's playing out of his mind right now. And um, not to say that like, the M- the the U.S. national team has a shortage of talented midfielders, but there's been a couple of times, especially against Mexico in the match that they played, where it's like you need a Christian Roldan, you need somebody that can just take the game, kind of like Ozzy Alonso by the scruff of its neck, and and just boss the rest of the match. That's what Christian Roldan can bring because he chases every single ball down. There was so much stuff in that match. Now, th- th- this raises the question for me: is uh, I want to talk about how amazing it's going to be to see potentially four, if not more Sounders uh, playing in the world cup this year. Um, one of those being Cameroon. Now that Cameroon has uh, uh, punched their ticket, knew who will be playing. That's so unbelievable that knew who is who. a world cup player out of a guy that, you know, made league minimum just a few years ago. One knew who like to the, he's to the point he that we're making jokes. Like his name is the smallest amount of currency is in MLS. <laughs> like, and here he is now representing his his team from Afcon. That's so cool. Well, in 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 the in the meantime, defending world uh, soccer global superstars like Mo Salah and uh, Riyad Mahrez, like in the same amount of of time, like not just earning his way through you know a weaker you know uh, uh, league or something like that in order to go through. He's he's playing against some of the world's best, you know. So. Uh, but does, do, do, in your opinion, do you think Christian Roldan, based on what we've seen from Greg Berhalter so far, makes this World Cup roster? Because I think it would be incredibly disappointing if he didn't. So I don't know enough about the squad, but there was a, I only watched the first the Mexico match. I didn't see the Panama one. And there was a lot of opportunities where I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone it, – it just depends. If the U.S. plays this kind of counterattack, soccer then like no you don't need a christian ruled on you need like if you're just going to wait till you have an opportunity to try and expose the other team's defense then like you need some really quick dynamic playmakers if you need somebody to keep the other team from exposing you 
I feel like you want a Christian rolled on out there. So whatever the strategy is going to be, that's kind of the answer to it. I think that if you, he's the type of guy that you put him out there and he performs to whatever level you ask him to yeah. or falls over dead. Like, I think the heart is totally there to be able to represent. Yeah. Um, he might not be on par the skills with some of the other players that are options there, but really there's not like a huge name that's not injured that stands out right now that's going to play in the kind of defensive midfield there or even kind of the advancing midfield. So um, I'm I'm happy to see Jordan out there who can play along the left side so well. He looked the first, when he first came out against Mexico, he looked. Like there was like a young man's nerves there, yeah, which I like yeah. appreciate seeing because it's a new level that he's got to be at. Where if it comes out for Seattle, he's playing it in his comfort zone. This seems like it pushes him outside of yeah. it. And you get him a good run, that'll be bad or badass. But uh, yeah, with Roland, he's just an unknown. I just yeah. don't know. It's it's interesting. I think like you know they take the. I think you get to take twenty five players to the World Cup, and um, and then, you know, if a player should get injured, I think you can bring in a certain amount of reserves, right? So you have your official roster and then you have a certain amount of reserves. If Christian Roldan doesn't see time against Costa Rica um, in that third match of this, I, I would be surprised if he goes as part of the 25-man roster. Yeah, I agree. Uh, especially when you have players that didn't even get called up into this most recent camp, like Weston McKenney, uh, who's out with an injury. Uh, one of, I think, the the u.s team's best players in the pool by far so um i'd be really disappointed if i didn't see if you didn't see rolled on go as like one of those reserve players that's ready to get called up should something happen to one of the other players on the roster but the dude has worked his butt off so hard has been playing so well at that level for like there's not a time where rolled on has a stretch of more than two bad games in a row um and so well, and I the- want to see it for him. You know what I mean? Especially like Alex Roldan not going to be going to the World Cup with Honduras. Uh, bummer to see that. But I would love to see Christian Roldan be able to. Like, El Salvador? El Salvador. Sorry, not, not yeah, Honduras. Yeah. yeah, El Salvador. I keep thinking it's, it's Ecuador because of uh, just too many Now, players. if you need to take somebody who's going to finger wag and try to uh, maybe maybe donkey kick somebody, uh, I think Javier <laughs> Arriaga going with Ecuador. Oh, Ecuador's assume- clinched their spot. Oh, I just assumed that he already got like 50 red cards in his last two <laughs> matches. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like Roldan has become kind of the domestic t- or the continental cup guy. Yeah. Like if you're not going to bring over one of your European guys, then Roldan's like a real good fixture there in the gold cup or, right. or whatever, you know, those equivalents are in these American turn, you know, the yeah. America's tournaments. Yeah. But I'll be surprised if he makes the, which is breaks my heart, but also yeah. is good for Seattle I suppose because he won't be split focused on two different things not sure. that he really has much of a challenge doing that anyway uh, massive props to uh, new who it's a tale of two new who's as far as I'm concerned he left Seattle's last match injured they yeah. like he had to do the finger wave thing to get not the uh, not the, uh, uh, but the, but like the, the sub the sub one yeah. like the Oh, not the magic, not the magic bird either. <laughs> <laughs> but he had to do that and be and come out of the match early, and then just days later, he's playing for Cameroon. And I was like, oh, is he looking out for his own international interests over Seattle's? And hey, I mean, as a guy who's been underpaid and underserved for a while, and yeah. not that he doesn't get the respect, but I could see him prioritizing what he wants over I mean, what other people the, want. The kind of attention that New Who's getting right now after the uh, African Cup of Nations. Uh, where Cameroon finished third, and he had a breakout performance defending right. Mo Salah. 
Um, I feel like every time I say Muhammad Salah's name, I say it a little bit differently, and I don't know what the right way is to say it. So I'm just hoping that whenever the people are listening, that they're hearing the the whatever they want to hear. And they, Stephan- they think it's Stephanie true. Salah, his sister, is like, God, you <laughs> get it right. Uh, uh, thanks for listening, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's up, dummy? Now. <laughs> Wait, wrong show again. Sorry. Uh, Wizard Bird? No. <laughs> um, no, I think that uh, for him to have his profile raising so much, you know, who knows, A, if he'll be with the Sounders by the time that this World Cup comes around, because after that summer transfer window, the kind of performance that he's been putting on, uh, maybe somebody comes in with a fee. We've been talking like that for the last couple for three of seasons. years, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that this year, more than any, has been a huge breakout season for him. Can you imagine the first year we were talking about New Who and his like his lack of control for his own legs? Yeah. That we'd be talking about him potentially picking up a fee to move to a European club. Like that that would have been ridiculous, it's right? It's insane. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that on a smaller scale that we talked about uh, ne- never quite with the same uh, extremities, <laughs> but Alex rolled on. Uh, a few years ago got cut by the team and is now captaining the El Salvador national team to a non-World Cup appearance but still like he's captaining that team Uh, it just it says speaks volumes of the structure that the Sounders have put in place in this club to be able to nurture talent that maybe could be there and turn it into something it's a real Seattle thing the Seahawks are real known for doing that as well all right we're looking at a Saturday matchup on the road in Minnesota. Oh, it could be like Minnesota's the weirdest. It could be like four degrees there in a blizzard, or it could be like kind of beautiful in springtime with crocuses everywhere. Who knows? It's a matchup at 5 p.m. our time in Seattle, or for Brandon and Eastern Washington time, which I assume is the same, We're but might be same. measured with sand or something. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm not, <laughs> not really sure. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allianz Field, of course, is the home of Minnesota United, a 5 p.m. matchup, as I stated. Okay, so Minnesota coming into this is doing okay, I suppose. They're third in the West, four matches on eight points. It's still really early to draw anything from this, I think. But uh, Seattle, after four matches on half that at four points, 11th in the West. So not a lot to read into here. A lot of guys not going to be available for Seattle, so that's not ideal. If, there, if ever there was a time... With Seattle's history of how we see the team perform, bad at first, hot at the end, like, okay, fine, that'll be fine. But um, I was just kind of comparing the Seattle numbers to the rest of the Cascadia teams, and Portland, five matches with six points, puts them in ninth place, so they're below the, in the future, what we'll care about is the playoff line, and then Vancouver... I'm not even sure they know where the stadium even is, <laughs> much less who has the keys to Turf Boney. Like, have they won? Have they even put up a point? Have they scored a goal four matches into the season? You want to talk about a team that deserves, in a cold place, the term hot garbage. Hot garbage. It's Vancouver Whitecaps. <laughs> I mean, they oh. are. White craps, for sure. White they, they have zero points? They No points from, from... I need to double check that, okay. but it's like um, MLS table. Yeah. Like they're they're bottom of the West, so it's like My goodness. it's pretty disappointing for them. Um, I was listening to another uh, MLS uh, based podcast recently, and they were talking. One point. About, oh, one they have point. a one draw. Yeah, they're three losses and a draw. Wow. So. Um, 
I was, so I was listening to this other podcast and they were talking about, wow, you know, X, Y, or Z team sitting below the, the playoff line four matches in. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> the Sounders were, what was it, 2016, awful for a majority of that season, snuck yeah. into sixth place and then won the MLS Cup. How so about like, the, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. And Ziggy was dismissed and right. like it was a whole thing. And then it seems to kind of be the thing, bad up front. Get things sorted out. Maybe make that one dynamic move in the yeah. during it's, the year, and then pick up a then get the things sorted together and play hard at the end. Yeah. That's exactly what Portland did at the end of last season. They were bad, and then they got it together and went all the way to MLS Cup. It's the reverse MLS mullet, right? It's instead of doing business in the front and party in the back, it's it's way too sloppy in the front, and then it's all business in the back until you get yourself all the way up to the to the trophy. Uh, us '90s kids will refer to that as a Tony Hawk. He used to have the, the flip, the flap yeah, of hair in yeah. the front, covering yeah. one eye, and then he would like kick us, it back. Like, us, us millennial kids will call it the uh, the Owl City. Okay. Dude, all right. So you brought up you brought up Turf Pony, which I think is important because it's a it's a technology, in my opinion, that's changed the 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 landscape of soccer. For anyone not up to speed, we have uh, you visit Vancouver, you go to BC Place to watch a match, and in between halves, before the first half, they bring out what is a Zamboni machine designed to touch up the turf. Right. Thus, when we saw it, it's what we focused on most at that match, and we definitely <laughs> called it Turf Pony. Yeah, Turf Pony. If you go to like a, a Sounders game, I mean, it's it's turf. It's artificial turf in, in Seattle. It's artificial turf in Vancouver. It's artificial turf in Portland. If you go to any of those matches... Uh, they still end up watering that turf at half, and it just softens the uh, it softens the the field for the rest of the match. Okay, yeah, um, especially on those super hot days, hot. It's, it it can dry out real quick. Now, what happens is uh, turf bony goes goes out there, so they don't have to bring out these hoses and do the whole thing. Anyway, it's changed quite literally the landscape of of soccer in. I was almost going to say the United States, but Vancouver's super in Canada. Um, now, I want to talk about... Indisputably in Canada. <laughs> no doubt Vancouver's in Canada. Um, now, I do want to talk about a technology that you and I talked about at the oh, LA no. Galaxy match that we got to go to together. Um, we were talking about the placement of where they put the VAR screen Uh yeah, okay. And so, like, because uh, what we noticed is where we were sitting, the VR screen was actually on uh, in front of the supporter section, where it used to be over by the referees' locker room on the other end well, of the pitch. Well, it started in front of the supporter section, and sure. then it left for a while, and now right. it's back. It back. Well, and then so we talked about how in CONCACAF or in a lot of uh, international leagues, what they'll do is they'll put it like in between the benches of the two teams, which is like the worst possible place to try to make an impartial decision when you have the partiality uh, on both sides yelling at you. You got Tata Martino putting his arm around you at the Gold Cup final. Like it, it's it's just, it's just an insane spot to put it. Now, it, it led us to this invention, which I'm shocked I'm absolutely shocked doesn't exist. What we are calling for now is VAR goggles. <laughs> Perfect. It's it's virtual reality goggles uh, and headset that the referee gets to put on when there's a controversial decision to to that he needs to revisit. Um, the fourth official runs it out to him. He gets to put it on and he gets to watch the play uh, from from a, from that perspective right up front. Uh, and he and can get walk to, around looking like a blind person if he wants with the yeah, goggles on and just yeah. like lost in space. And oh, like, maybe and, they should actually get to the place where the kick was done or the foul. They was should committed. be augmented reality. They should be uh, 
video no, I want augmented it to be reality I want, I want them to look ridiculous. I want them yeah, to look okay. so dumb, and so I want it to be... Yeah, yeah I want it to be just uh, like virtual reality. Walking into Javier Arriaga. <laughs> just like, Perfect, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, oh, the, the other thing we talked about, it's gonna it's gotta be, because, you know, because it's MLS, it can't be perfect. Um, it's going to have to be uh, based on the Facebook metaverse, which means that none of the players in the replays are going to have legs or arms. <laughs> and, <laughs> so it's going to be very difficult to call penalties. <laughs> uh, but they will all have very fun. Um, like maybe they can make some NFTs and like uh, the the metaverse version of Javier Arriaga can have like an NFT finger wag. Uh, <laughs> or like, <laughs> I mean, I, I look, I don't know what an NFT is, so I don't know if that no, joke makes sense. No, or no, not, but no one does. That's just it. Yeah. Is that you're just like it's, they don't actually do anything. You're no. just buying crypto without getting any financial return on it. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. NFTs are the greatest scam yet. Anyway, when we go to uh, we don't go, but when you like watch a rugby match or, uh, or a cricket match, even right. Yeah. Um, what I love about those is that the referee is actually mic'd up to the stadium. It's like same oh, way, yeah. same way in NFL, right? Where in NFL the referee will will go to the center and like you turn on his microphone and, and say whatever the penalty or the call was um, uh, in order to let the, the the stadium and the television audience know. What's cool in rugby that doesn't have as much stop start as NFL has is that it's on all the time. So when whenever that uh, referee or that center official is talking to a player and saying, hey, this is what you did wrong, don't do it again, or you're going to get a card or whatever it is, the whole stadium, the television broadcast gets to hear it. Same in cricket, I'm pretty sure. I don't understand cricket, so I don't watch it very much. Um, but what I think is, I <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Uh, just, if, just let me make sure that I everyone knows that I'm, where I'm this, at with this. This week's question of the week is, how does cricket work? <laughs> you do not have enough time to answer that question. <laughs> um, I don't have enough time to watch a single, what do they call a match? It's not a match, it's a test of cricket. Yeah. Um, anyway, how cool would it be is instead of that, like you got to see what the referee was seeing. You got to like, they did it in the MLS all-star game. They put a GoPro on the referee. That, oh, like, and then it broadcast to the stream. Over, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, of course it'd be like in rugby, like the one day that you forget that you ate like a chili dog with extra white <laughs> onions on it. And you'd be like, okay, that's a, oh, that's a foul. <laughs> 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 yeah, because notoriously, no, people that are notorious for treating their bodies terribly are are at referees who have to run around in soccer a lot. Look at Mike Dean, uh, who is retiring from professional refereeing uh, in the Premier League, is like fifty over fifty years old. Like these oh guys are God. not eating chili it dogs. Looks like Snope. I know. <laughs> Do you mean Snape? No, the guy from Snoke. 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 I get it all confused. Yeah, looks like, <laughs> he looks like yeah. the guy that's telling, uh, like, trying to tell you which myths to believe on the internet. <laughs> Snopes. Yeah. Dot yeah. com. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You understand? Okay, good. Yeah, Professor Snopes. Okay, well, the match is um, the match will be missing some talent for the Sounders squad on Saturday night, five o'clock in Minnesota, Allianz Stadium. I guess it's time to take a look at your Crystal Pepsi ball, Brandon, and tell me, what do you see for a result for this week's big matchup? Oh, um, one second. All right. Well, we've lost Brandon. He just has decided to get Hold up on. and leave for oh. no reason without any explanation. All he offers is this keep week. recording. <laughs> this, this week, I'm not looking into my Crystal Pepsi ball. Oh, no. I'm looking into my VAR goggles. <laughs> 
your Crystal Pepsi VAR goggles. Yeah, that's right. These are my Crystal Pepsi VAR goggles. And I see the Sounders scoring three goals in Minnesota United scoring zero. And I saw it from the perspective of Mike Dean. <laughs> Mike Dean. <laughs> Professor Snopes. <laughs> Okay, well, that's exciting. I'm going to say that we see a red-hot Freddie Montero back and a 1-1 draw. <laughs> so there you go. Red-hot. <laughs> the single goal to yeah. tie it up in like the seventh minute. So, yeah, perfect. All right. And then just, then just nothing for the rest of the match. Well, in case you just, uh, this podcast was too long and you didn't listen, it's time for too long didn't listen. Brandon, too long didn't listen. Uh, too long didn't listen is um, I've learned what the magic bird is. <laughs> and I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. I don't know what you thought, what you just did. <laughs> I can't see. I, just, I know you flipped me off. Uh, too, too, too long didn't listen. I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, all right, Greg. Gregor. I can't. I can't. You've killed me. I am now dead. You know what we didn't talk about is how angry New Who is. Well, we don't have time, unfortunately, because we ran right up to the limit. I have to go. But uh, too long. Didn't too talk long, about. Didn't too long. Didn't talk about it. How angry is New Who? <laughs> so angry. No, I've got one though. You can ask me. All again. right, all right, all right, all right, Gregor. Too long. Didn't listen. Has Has anyone seen the keys to Turf Pony? No. 